You are listening to The Therapy Guy, talking about all things mental health, informing and supporting you when you need it most. Contact us for more information or with any comments, and please leave a review if you enjoy what you hear. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back to The Therapy Guy. I hope you're doing well and looking after yourself and staying safe. Today I would like to talk about toxic relationships, uh, these different relationships that we have in our lives and see and enable you to sort of understand maybe things differently, just maybe to identify and question for yourself are some of the relationships I have toxic? Could they be improved? Or do I need to start deciding whether these relationships are right for me? Now, I'm not going to encourage you to do anything drastic, to make big changes. That is all down to yourself and for you to decide what is right for you at this moment in time. What I would like us to do, and that is to look at relationships as a whole, to find out if the relationships that you have around you are right for you, whether they are toxic in some ways, whether they give or support you, or whether they actually you know, should be the sort of relationships that we expected and want to have. One of the biggest things I come across uh, in the therapy room is this thing about relationships. We all have relationships. They all mean different things to us. We'll be surprised at how many actual relationships you're having, even at this moment in time. If you consider you might have a relationship with a partner, a friend, your children, your employer, even the person in the local shop or your neighbour. At different levels, we have these relationships. And at different levels, these relationships affect us in different ways. It's important for us to start looking sometimes at what these relationships give us, how or if they can be improved, and what we would like to get from that relationship. And this, of course, is all before the relationship and most important relationship we have, and that's the one with ourselves. It's very cliché and there's lots written and therapist Obviously, go on a lot about the relationship that we have with ourselves. But all of these things, whether it's us, whether it's other people, it can affect how we are, how we feel, and ultimately how we think. So changing these relationships, changing the relationship we have with ourselves, with that internal voice and how we see ourselves, to the people who are around us, supporting us or holding us back, pulling us down, will be a really important step to you changing the future that you have and the opportunities that you can give yourself. 
There's lots that I do as a therapist to help people identify these relationships, identify what they give to that person and how they interact with themselves and how they how it changes and allows them to see something different. You know, I won't be able to go into every different aspect of it during these podcasts because it varies so greatly from person to person. But maybe just a few ideas and suggestions about how you can raise your awareness, what you're actually looking for, how you view a toxic relationship, how if or maybe you have this toxic relationship with yourself. Now maybe we could start there. A toxic relationship I talk about with ourselves is that inner voice that we have. We all encounter it from time to time and it can either hold us back or it can encourage us on. It can either say, you're not going to do this or go for it, you can do it. What does your voice say to you? What is the most common sort of area, whether it's negativity or encouragement, that your voice falls into? Do you criticise yourself a lot? Do you look at things and say, I can't do that? Do you look at other people and say, I'm not good enough. These people are better than me. All of these things is you identifying that maybe that critical voice is winning, is overpowering you, and ultimately will start to stop you for moving on and doing the things that you want to and the things that you're capable of doing within your life. Now I'm not talking about the little doubts that we have sometimes, those doubts that we can learn a new skill or we can get that job or we might be able to talk to that person. The difference between uh, doubt and a negative or critical voice overall, and very basically, of course, is a doubt is there. It's there to obviously try to keep us safe. It's saying, you know, are you sure about this? But it shouldn't stop us. It should just be there as a little bit of a warning, a little bit of acknowledgement that there's a slight anxiety about this. This may be something new that I'm doing. So it's okay to feel nervous. It's okay for me to feel this way and experience it, but I'm still going to carry on. I'm going to push through and I'm going to do the thing I want to do. I've had those doubts. It's quite normal. We have those doubts quite often. They slightly change when we start to listen to them. We start to pay too much focus to them. We start to give them our attention. If you look and you look in the mirror and you're criticising how you look and how you how you dress and the grades or the job that you've got or the next person's got a, a better or doing more confidence or looks better and all these sorts of things. If these things are regular, happening more often and are more hurtful and spiteful than the basic doubt then maybe that 
voice, that critical voice, that relationship you've got with yourself is starting to change. And maybe we could look at how we could change that back. How we can give yourself an opportunity just to move on. And this also goes with the people that are around us. It can be really difficult sometimes when I'm sat here with clients and I'm hearing about the relationships that they've got. And we've got to look at some of those relationships and consider whether they are actual beneficial, whether they can be improved, whether that person actually wants to put the effort into improving those relationships. It's a cliche thing that our family, we should like and love our family no matter what they do, no matter who they are. Who's saying this? Society says it. Maybe the person who has a fantastic relationship with their family says it. Maybe that's what you want. But that doesn't always mean it's the reality. Sometimes family, the same as friends, can be toxic. What I'd like you to do is just consider looking at the relationships that are going on around you. Consider looking at, are these people encouraging me? Are they there when I need them to be? Not just there when something goes wrong, but there for me saying, you can do this. We're here to support you, praising you when you get something right, encouraging you when something goes right for you. Or are they holding you back, knocking you, looking for faults, looking for the flaws? There's lots of different reasons why people do this. And it can be quite rife in some areas. There can be quite a lot of people that are around us that don't want us to change, that don't want us to improve. Because sometimes it shines a light on them and where they're at. And nobody wants that. But at times we have to change, we have to move on. We have to change the relationships, we have to be around the people that want to encourage us. It's very basic. But if you're around people that maybe are drinking and taking drugs or doing things they shouldn't be doing, really, then you're more likely to start being in that mindset. You're more likely to enter into doing one of those negative behaviours. Whereas if you're around people who are business-minded or sports-minded, who want to get on and progress, again, you're more likely to be around and soak up some of that enthusiasm, some of that knowledge, some of that support that they can offer. I work really hard at trying to encourage people. I don't always get it right. Trying to succeed and saying well done if something happens or if that person has a bit of good luck or has put in a lot of effort in, even if it doesn't work out, they should be rewarded for trying. We should encourage people. Build other people up around us. 
It's not only good for them, it's good for us. It's good for how we think and feel. So maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for you to look around at who you're associating with. What are the people in your life doing for you? Is that relationship even? Are they giving you as much as you're giving them? Or is somebody, someone, taking more than what they're giving? It's okay for a while. But if it's been going on for a long time, if they're taking a lot of your energy, then maybe it's time to change. Maybe it's time to do something different. Maybe it's time for you to say no. For us to say no. We don't want to do this anymore. I know it's a complete change and I know it's difficult. And I know that not everybody wants to do this. Because looking at these relationships, highlighting where we're at, is the first step of actually identifying an issue, identifying a problem. We can sometimes look and say, how did I get here? But it's through lots of little tiny changes. And it's going to be through lots of little tiny changes that you can change the relationships that are around you. And ultimately, and most importantly, the relationship you have with yourself. I cannot stress enough how just changing that conversation, changing that voice in your head, the conversation you have about yourself and with yourself, the effect that can have on you, the opportunities it will give you. I often do something called the what-if exercise. And what that is, is when we're in a negative mindset, we'll be looking and identifying for all the things that could go wrong. So what if I do this? And what if that goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? What if I'm not good enough? What if I fail? It's very easy to get into that mindset and onto that spiral. I often encourage my clients to look at and say, well, what if things go right? What if it does work out? What if it goes better than you expect? Now, I'm not asking them to be super positive. I'm just asking them to be rational. I'm just asking people to give themselves the opportunity. What if I say yes? Try it. See what happens. What do you think the worst is that could happen? What if, what if, what if? What if you do change how you talk to yourself? What if you are kinder to yourself? If you give yourself the same courtesy that you give to other people? We wouldn't slate our friends. We wouldn't knock our friends down. We encourage our children. We encourage the people that are around us. When do we stop doing that for ourselves? Why do we stop doing that for ourselves? Another thing you could do is maybe identify for yourself. Who is this critical voice? This voice in your head, where does it come from? Does it come from somebody at work? Somebody in your past? A family member, a friend? 
somebody who was always quick to undermine or have a negative comment identified it's not you it's not who you are identified that it was their problem it's their negative voice another tip I often give to people is that maybe they could change the sound of the voice maybe they can give it uh, a character or uh, an image that's comical so for example there's somebody I know who, who's quite critical and I've identified this and I've identified that I used to get frustrated when I dealt with this person I used to struggle with the interaction that we had because how I viewed him how I saw things in my mind was always quite negative so now and I love this guy uh, it depends whether you know Sheldon off the Big Bang Theory on the TV it's a comedy TV series that I love and I find it funny and I've identified that this person has similar, some similar traits some similar personalities to this person so for me I can now smile I can now identify this person not as a negative person, not as someone who's really particular or set in their ways, but I identify this sort of person as a comedic, comedy f- sort of character. Allows me to change how I think and feel when I have to interact. So maybe you could do that. Maybe you could give somebody or that voice in your head a different sound, a different tone. Does it have to be critical? Can it sound funny? Can it be the school bully? Can you identify it as something else or someone else? Take it away from yourself. And it's not you. It's not who you want to be. It's not who you want to listen to. We don't get up in the morning and say to ourselves, Do you know what? Today I'm going to decide to be unkind to myself. What if? What if things change? What could you achieve? What could you achieve by trying for that job? By trying that new outfit? There's a thousands and thousands of little small changes that you could possibly make, I could possibly make, that could change how you think and feel. Change how you view relationships and how you view yourself. Just by becoming aware of things. Just by starting to look at the relationship that you have with yourself and the relationships you have around you. You're starting to say, are these relationships equal? Do these relationships give me what I need? Do they support me and encourage me when I need it? Can I support and encourage them when I need to? That voice in your head, sometimes it's there to keep you safe. Sometimes anxiety is about making sure you don't make the mistakes. But other times it's okay to encourage yourself. It's okay for you to say, you can do this. I sit here 
doing these podcasts. And if I'm honest, I don't always like them. I don't like the sound of my voice. I've always, at the first, and people who have been listening for a while, in the first series, I would never listen back to them. Because that negative voice would say, listen to your Janner tones. Listen to that. What are people going to say? You know, people are going to laugh at you. But I looked at that voice and I identified it as a certain person from my past. I allowed myself to say, do you know what? I like my Janner tones. It's who I am. Some people will like it. Some people will love it. And it's okay. So maybe, maybe you could do the same. Maybe you could say, I'm okay. Today, I'm doing okay. See what happens. If you need any information, any help and support, you can always email me, contact me, please. I'll do anything I can to support each and every one of you in the best possible way that I can. There's lots you can learn. Get the right advice, the right guidance. Do what's right for you. We're only here once. We need to be happy. We need to feel in control of ourselves and we need to be kind to ourselves. For now, this is me, the therapy guy, signing off. I appreciate you listening. I hope that this has helped in some way and I look forward to you listening in again. If you need anything, as I said before, please get in touch. I welcome some of your feedback. But for now, just take care of yourselves. Look after yourselves. Be kind. What if you are kind to yourself? Take care. Bye for now. The Therapy Guy. Are you depressed, angry, suffering from anxiety or stress? Do fears and phobias affect your life? Horizon Counseling and Hypnotherapy can help. With our professional service, you can trust us to provide a focused approach that could help change those feelings. We are here to make life easy with an initial consultation and we also offer evening and weekend appointments. Visit horizonplymouth.co.uk now for our easy-to-book online service.